Hello. Hey. <laughs> um, we are coming at you live. We're not live. That's a lie. We are coming at you from our closet. I was going to try to think of a joke about that, but... You know, I guess you get it. Yeah, it's a little tired. Yeah. It's a little inherent in... Everyone knows. Okay. Um, so I wanted to note before we keep going that we are starting this with zero tech. Yeah, zero investment. Yeah, if you didn't already notice that from the first episode, we are just talking into Rachel's voice memos app on her phone. Um, yeah, this is just, this is raw. This is raw, unfiltered. (laughs) So bear with us, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get Mike someday. Maybe we won't. Depends on uh, how this goes. <laughs> but, yeah. Just uh, thanks to the probably ten of you that are listening. And and bear with us. Anything you'd like to add? No, that's pretty good. Cool. It's kind of warm in here. It is a little warm in here. And it smells kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. So we had our... We used to have our cat's litter boxes in this closet. We have since moved them out because it wasn't fun to come out of the shower and, like, come into the closet to get dressed and, you know, see and smell feces. Get that, get that litter on the bottom of your feet. Oh, yeah. That was the worst. That was a tough time for us. It was. <laughs> it was. So, yeah. It's kind of so, residual, like, leftover, weird, off, off-putting smells. So, yeah. this is what we do for you, for the podcast community that's, that's tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. The sacrifices we make. Yeah. Um, but let's get into it. What's our topic? What's our topic yeah, for today? Let's get into it. I also... Okay, one more note. Oh, God. Okay. Last time we recorded... So this is our second episode we're recording. The first one, I realized I was talking so much and not breathing enough. Oh, yeah. So... And I, like, got a little... I don't know. Almost lightheaded towards the end. So I'm going to try to talk slower and breathe more. Just okay. so everyone knows. Wow. Okay. I know. So our topic, Rachel, would you introduce our topic? Oh, wow. Um, our topic today is the good old codependency. Something that... Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, ooh. I don't know what that soundboard. was. Soundboard. That was the soundboard. Um, because here's the thing. I feel like codependency has become a hot topic of conversation alongside the mental health conversation that has boomed over the last, I don't know, five years, which is great, right? But I think the reality is that there is going to be a level of codependency in every relationship, especially romantic relationships, but also familial relationships, close friendships. Like, I feel like that's, I mean... Are you making the case for codependency right now? Are you advocating for it? No. I'm not advocating for it. I'm saying I think we sometimes talk about it as like a black or white thing. Mm. Like either you are codependent or you aren't. And to be codependent is bad and to not be codependent is good. And I think really it's more of like a gray area. Okay. Okay. Because I think, I mean, I think that's a beautiful part of relationships to do to depend on each other for things right if we just take it down to the etymology of the word there's also 
also codependency is bad that's a nuanced sentence like the reality mm-hmm. the truth i in my opinion the truth of that is a lot more nuanced than codependency is bad okay because it's like what does your codependency look like to what level are you codependent right because like if like isn't the fact that you cook most of our meals and i straighten up our apartment most of the time isn't that a codependency see i think okay so there's a difference between being dependent on one another <clears throat> and being codependent i feel like that okay. those are, there's like a separation between those two things okay. i feel like you're like kind of murking that up a little bit yeah so codependency is defined as an emotional sort of um like an emotional codependency yeah 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 like not being able to emotionally regulate on your own right you need like someone else to do that yes that's That's codependency you know okay that is bad that is bad Danielle that's what I'm talking that's what I'm saying yeah um okay so now that we can agree (laughs) on that definition needing someone else to emotionally regulate for or with are we codependent are we codependent (laughs) are as every lesbian couple codependent in some way could be yes probably make the blanket statement I mean, I just think most couples in general, you you must be at least a little bit, right? And like, I don't know. Okay, but let's talk about us. Let's talk about. Let's it. talk let's about, talk about us. it. Let's talk about how it. does codependency show up for us? How does it? So here's here's the context for me. I had a pretty codependent relationship with my mother, and. I, she would call me her miracle baby. She, lo- I think she loved having, like, another kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that her, that time of life where, like, your, your caring for a child wasn't over. Um, and her and I spent a lot of one-on-one time together because my dad worked, you know, like, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. My siblings were either out of the house or, you know, had their own teenage or adult lives. And... So, yeah, I just really... You had, like, an only child experience. I sort of of had an only child experience in a lot of ways. And she was just the person that I let myself be vulnerable with. I wouldn't say that I let myself be fully vulnerable with even any other members of my immediate family as a kid. And I also grew up having obsessive-compulsive disorder. And... She was my person that I sought reassurance from. So I was always asking her if I was going to be okay. I was always telling her about like some niche physical symptom that I was detecting in my body. And did I need to go to the doctor? And yeah, she just was the person that I felt like I needed her as a witness and as like a yeah I just felt like she like kept me alive in like a very literal way and I didn't I just didn't have like this emotional trust I didn't trust myself enough Mm. I think to help myself be okay my I think my mom loved me so well that I never really learned how to love myself until she died. I mm. thought that I did. I thought that I loved myself. 
and that I had a good relationship with myself and that I knew myself. I thought those things, but after she died, I realized that wasn't true. So I have done a lot of work in that area and learned how to mother myself and got to know myself really well, learned the practicalities of loving myself and being able to depend on myself for regulating my emotions and and just holding myself through uncomfortable emotions. But I think when I met Rachel and when we fell in love, that became the next closest relationship that I'd had. And of course, like I'm really close with my sister, pretty close with my dad. Like, yeah, I have other close relationships, but there was just like a a very specific bond and relationship between my mother and I. And I think as weird as it sounds, I, I do think a part of that transferred over maybe in a way that I, I have to be really aware of. And it's, there were three years between when my mom died and when I met Rachel. And I'm glad it wasn't less time than that because I, I got to set a foundation with myself um, that I think allows me to be really self-aware about when I'm wanting to be more codependent and when I'm wanting you to sort of feel for me or like um, when I'm wanting to kind of disappear into you a little bit and rely on you to make me feel better. Um, like I, I, I can recognize that impulse and I wouldn't say maybe in the beginning of our relationship that came out more. Yeah. But I really feel like now... I just recognize when I'm, I, I don't feel like I actually act from that place. So that was a lot. That was a lot. Was. If you need to take a second to process and give me your thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I just feel like you've, you've thought through that a lot. And we've, we've talked about that before. Yeah. And so I feel like that's helpful when it comes to, like, uh, to my role in that. And also, it, like, uh, recognizing when, when that's happening. Yeah. Myself and I can sometimes understand that, that that's, like, what you're seeking and, like, not give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How do you think? How do you think slash do you think? codependency shows up in you the thing that comes to mind is just my like tendency to kind of disappear in social situations because you are like just so good at it seemingly from my end yeah like you're just it's just more I mean you would say it's more comfortable I mean definitely it's more comfortable than how I would feel more natural yeah yeah I'm definitely definitely an introvert and definitely have social anxiety definitely have something going on with that um <laughs> that we're exploring and thinking thinking deeper about lately more uh, lately uh-huh. um but <laughs> maybe a new episode to come yeah um but anyway 
yeah, it's, I mean, basically, though, it's just, I have a lot of social anxiety, I struggle with social anxiety, and I, beyond that, I just feel confused in social situations and not really sure how to participate all the time, and so instead of, like, tackling that, like, it's become really easy for me to just kind of, like, let you do the majority of the work in that, like, making friends like even last night we were we were kind of talking about that yeah how like everyone at this party that we're having is connected to you and that makes me feel guilty but also like really when it comes down to it I love it I live for it yeah because I don't have to do any of the any of the work and I'm like yeah and part of that is like I was saying it's really nice but it's probably not the most healthy thing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So I kind of just depend on you for all of my social for interaction. For friendships and building. For yeah. Just, connection. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, that's the question. I guess what I, I need to do more research on, like, what is codependency? Yeah, we really should have done is that, that before we just kind of. Yeah. Let's talk about codependency. Yeah. But maybe that's relatable because who knows what I feel like we're all kind of confused. Yeah. But that, I mean, but also, so to some level, I will always depend on you for that. And yeah. We will, that will always be our natural inclination. Right. Is that I am more comfortable in social settings than you. Right. But the question is, when does it become like codependent where like if you were to because my definition is like if you were to be plucked god forbid from my life would i still have healthy relationships not is that what you were going through last night what do you mean going through remember last night when you were as we were going to bed you were kind of clinging to me physically (laughs) clinging to me wow and it's really vulnerable well, and just, and just, you were clearly, you were kind of like, oh, oh, like you were. Maybe. Yeah, I do. You were clearly going through something mentally. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I had sort was, of assumed yeah. that you were having a moment about like, what if I died? Yeah, for sure. That was. Or we was broke up on. or whatever. Not we broke up. No. Mo- what if I was. It's, it's always taken. now taken from the world because yeah. who would, who would leave me? Right. Intentionally. So Nobody. like, yeah. And I mean. Like, honestly, now think, that we're engaged, I it's, think, like, I really am, like, it's only death. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, yeah. Truly. So, I fun. think, I think for me, <laughs> having gone through the experience of losing my mother, which, again, was the closest relationship I had had at that point, and the most emotionally dependent relationship I had had at that point, throughout our relationship, there have been, sometimes I have the thought of, like, I need to make sure I would be okay Mm. if you, yeah, if you died. Yeah. And I feel like because you've had that experience and because we, like, talk about it, I think, in a way, it's, like, helped me realize that it's, like, it's kind of twofold. It's become a little bit, like, obsessive-y for me. And then also it's been, like, kind of like a wake-up call, too. In, like, a healthy way of, like, you're not always going to be around, or I don't know. I don't know if that's healthy. I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know how to put it into words. What I'm trying to, what I'm thinking. And I'm looking for you to tell me what I'm thinking. Is this codependency? <laughs> what is it? What's going on? Do we exist outside of one another? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, and that's a whole, oh, I'm just, I'm like having so many thoughts pop off right now. Pop So off. I might jumble around a little bit. Do it. But yeah, as far as like existing outside of one another, I think, so we've been together for two years. Which now. in life is like not, right? Which is like. Like yeah. no time. I know. And it's, oh God. I know. But <laughs> I do feel like we're reaching. Because I've heard people talk about this in terms of, of, like, different stages of relationships. I do feel like we're in a time where we are, like, maybe uh, hoping for and, like, seeking more independence. Just, like, in our identities. Because it's not that we don't live... That we don't have, like, independent aspects of our lives. Yeah, I know. Of course we do. <clears throat> but, yeah, I definitely think that, like, you you and our relationship has become such, like, a huge part of my, of my identity because it's such a huge part of my life that at least I have been thinking about, I would say the last, I don't know, a few months, about what it looks like to maintain my just like my sense of independence and like Mm. my my individuality yeah and like I wonder like how much of that too is was like this was your first like queer relationship and like that so you were kind of yeah my my first time falling in love and you kind of came out to yourself even more and to everyone as ever. as being lesbian beside like as as opposed to or was that did you were you still bisexual when we first met yeah remember oh my god yeah we had been dating we dated <laughs> for remember. like six seven months before right. i so i'm just i'm saying like so that would probably be difficult to like differentiate you know your identity because your identity was so like developing and like unraveling during that's true during our relationship yeah that's so that true. Would make sense that it would be like that's true yeah yeah hard to get back to oh my gosh someone is entering we've the podcast a, studio we've got a cat breaking in we have a cat we have an in. opal jean we have opal jean inserting herself <laughs> opal jeans on the scene opal me and opal are deeply codependent yeah let's that's you want to talk about topic. want to talk about codependency opal Mimi. oh my god here it comes embarrassing get this cat out kick her out she's ruining the whole episode oh (laughs) cute little sounds though yeah i think that's a really good point that i haven't spent a lot of time in is that yeah like not only has our relationship become a big part of my identity but like through the process of us meeting and falling in love I have I have discovered a lot about myself and my identity just yeah separate from you specifically yeah I've I've discovered that I am a big old lesbo which can't believe it took this long folks yeah and and that is has been like I you have helped me learn so much about myself in a really really beautiful amazing way and then yeah the flip side of that 
is that it's yeah it's just like a lot to untangle yeah 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 and I mean I think it's hard too because like we just really love spending time with each other so like I think something we're starting to work on is for example, I host a weekly poetry open mic and sometimes I'll go out with the group after and once in a while you'll come. Um, but not usually. And yeah, sometimes the we'll all like go out to a bar after and it's hard for me to not wanna just get home to you. Yeah. Mhm. It's almost like this scarcity mindset. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think at the base of it, I just love being around you. I love spending time with you. I think I've always been a bit of a homebody. Mm-hmm. For and sure. I, yeah, and I am too. So it's like... Yeah. Can't really help you out with that one. Yeah. Right. I don't know. This, yeah, that's just almost the scarcity mindset that I, I think will <laughs> um, lessen as we go on in time and as we, like, settle into the fact that Wow, that's a good hug you're getting from Opal Jean right there. I'm surprised she's not thrashing more. Well, she remembers when I... When you held her in the car. I held her in the car. That's for another day. Yeah, that's another day. Talk about our moving across the country story. Because that's another thing. Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but, no. like... Moving, I think that's part of it, too, is, like, it's easier to be more dependent on each other. Codependent or just dependent on each other when you move across the country. And you're the only people... We're the only people that we know. Yeah. You know? At first, yeah. At first. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. But no, no, I just was saying, though, like, I just, like, what is that where I'm like, oh, I want to get home to Rachel, like, I need to get home to Rachel, like. You love me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy, because, like, we live together. We live together. Right, that's crazy town. That's crazy town. Like, right? And, like, we've been together for two years, and we're already, like. Like, we got a, like, if we're, we're getting married. Not yeah. if, we're getting married. Yeah. We're gonna have a while together. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's tough, though, in the moment of, like. Yeah. It's just, a, I think it's a comfort zone thing. It's a, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because on top of. Yeah, it's like doing, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like doing what, you know that opposite action idea of, like. Sometimes you have to, like, the thing that is actually good for you and is going to help you, like, feel good and, mm-hmm. um, like, help you grow is, like, doing the opposite of what you feel like you want in that moment. Yeah. Like, especially if you're depressed, for example, it's like, you don't, you don't feel like going out or you don't feel like having fun with your friends, but, like, that is what is going to help you. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, and I would say in the case of our relationship, like having separate things and separate friends and separate experiences and having some distance absolutely builds intimacy and builds desire right both emotionally and physically and right i love missing you right right we love we love missing each other and um yeah but it's not necessarily our impulse no no man to create that to create experiences where we miss each other. Yeah. And I think it's it's maybe also ties back to the fact that you are not doing 
a lot of things with people outside of the house, right? So it's like, I feel like a lot of that is maybe kind of up to me. Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if we, we haven't really broken it down like this yet. Yeah, I have I have in my head. Oh, okay. For sure. Okay. But I haven't like spoken it out loud because it's not great. It doesn't feel great. Um yeah. Time going bubble BFF. All right. I was actually thinking that last night. Were you? Mhm. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I I have shout out to Bumblebee FF. I've shout met out. several friends through Bumblebee. I feel like that's my answer, but it's so hard for me to take the leap. It's like right. I can download it. I can, it's like and it's like with a dating app, right? It's like it. I I don't know. I feel like it could be helpful for me. Yeah, and I don't feel ashamed about it because it it feels like scaffolding for all those teachers out there. Mm. Feels like right. Feels like oh I'm no, a, not you, Franklin. <laughs> disaster it feels like a nice support okay when people make fun of it it feels like a good support and yeah it's hard to make friends in your 20s yeah all those things are true yeah it's a tough thing yes i want to hang out with you you are fun i have social anxiety we've moved to a new place yeah you are better at making friends all these things are stacking up yeah you know yeah against me in my growth what I also want to add. What? And this, this, yeah, like, we also, I think we can be a little bit OCD about each other's, well, yeah, I think it's OCD. I think it's deep empathy. I think it's part of the lesbian experience is that <laughs> we are experience. very, very aware of each other's emotional landscapes and our, our mm. emotional experiences in any given moment. And I think sometimes we can project what the other person might feel based on our actions. Like, like, wow. like in the example of wanting to come home to you when I'm out with people, like I might think like, oh, what if she feels like, what if she feels bad in some way that I'm not there with her? Like, just like crazy things. I just, mm. oh. you know what I'm trying to say? We, no, I do. We are very, um, I mean, we care about each other's feelings a lot. Right. Obviously. But I think it can spiral into things it can that, spiral. like, I'm not feeling. Or, like, you're not feeling. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not helpful. Exactly. And we can be, like, overly apologetic, I think, sometimes. Yeah. We've got a lot of issues. Here. I know. Doing this episode, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. People are going to think that we, like, really have a lot of problems. I don't think anyone's going to think that. Oh, okay. Actually. I think it seems so. Opal. I don't know what it seems. Leave you. <laughs> leave comment a comment. Below. Are we right in. unhealthy? Should we break up? Oh my gosh. Yeah. We should do that every episode. Should we stay together based on this episode? Like, where are you at right now? <laughs> no. Okay. But I, I wanted to get in the story about, because this, I, it doesn't really fit now, but I like, I mean, maybe it does. Okay. But because you, you kept opening your big mouth. Just kidding. Um, I kid, I kid. Um, <laughs> oh, but also, sometimes 
you're this like deep empathy you're talking about or this yeah. whatever this is we're calling empath um being an empath is warranted because or has a little bit of yeah has a little bit of like reality because it's so out of character the first time that you remember the first time you went out with everybody after open mic night mm-hmm. it was so out of character for you mm-hmm. that yeah. i was convinced that you had passed on <laughs> yeah because it was i didn't I, tell you that i yeah. was going you didn't tell yeah you didn't so which like you did even i think you even said you were going out but yeah, i just but like it was a lot expected longer, yeah. for you to be home when I, cause I like fell asleep yeah, and then I woke up and you weren't and there and it was like 11 PM and I was like, she must be kidnapped, taken. Yeah. Right. You because were like, you looking... would never, yeah, you would never, never, never go out. Yeah. That fast. was bad. You were, you were ready to like leave the house and come yeah. to the bar and look yeah. for me. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was texting and you weren't responding, which yeah. like makes sense. You're like out. Yeah. No, that was definitely that was a that was probably like the epitome of. Yeah, I think how that bad was a wake up get. call for both of us. Yeah, because I was like, wow, I'm so rigid in my routines and in my comfort zones of when I can be out and when is my time to be home and wind down. Right. That yeah, my partner thinks I don't even think it was eleven. I think it was like ten. That my partner thinks I'm still out at 10 p.m. I must have gotten into an accident. For context, it is Monday. It's a Monday. It is a Monday. Okay. But yes, that was... Yeah, I I hadn't felt that much, like, fear and pure panic in a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. I was like... It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, it's ridiculous. That That's... But that's, I mean, that's part of it, right? Yeah. It's not rational. Right. So. I think something that really helps us, we are both deeply self-aware. We're deeply self-aware and we, I would say, you know, a primary point of connection for us is that we connect on a very intellectual level. Wow. (laughs) Relatable. You know that's true. It is true. It's we just can't... like, yeah, it's hard to say that out loud. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> that's kind of lame. I think it's sexy. Okay. Turns me on just to say oh. it. Oh, okay. Cut that out. <laughs> no, but I think <laughs> the fact that we're both so self-aware and we both like to think very, very deeply about things and like can go with each other on those, like down those roads... Sorry, I can't. I have to pause. Rachel did just <laughs> throw her dirty snot rag onto our clean bit of laundry. That'll be an episode. Yeah. Our differences, which is, that's a relate. talk about relatable. That's talk relatable. about relatable. Differences in cleanliness and all that good stuff. Yeah. Roommate, no, but... roommate stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Um, no, but, oh, sorry, I just thought of the ultimatum. Queer. Queer love. another episode literally no but um i think that that is the the fact that we are self-aware and both think really deeply about things helps us in this helps us in the journey of not being codependent and 
or real at least realizing when we are or yeah yeah and and course correcting yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. that is helpful yeah yeah, 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 and like in the beginning of our relationship, we would constantly be like, we were like hyper aware of being toxic. We would always, do you remember? We'd always be like, we'd always be like, Ooh, is this toxic? Is that toxic? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. we just were really, we both really, really value like healthy relationships and being like yeah. healthy individuals. Because we had both been some unhealthy relationships. And some toxic, yeah, not for sure. unhealthy situations. And yeah. didn't want to do that again because it felt, I mean, for me at least, this felt like so important and so yeah. big and I wanted to do it really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's why we have this podcast, right? Right. Is it? I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. I was trying to do, like, a segue to the end. Oh, okay. And that's why. No, but I think this is a big conversation, and I think, honestly, there could be a part two and three and four and seven about codependency, and I'm sure... I hope that this episode has been followable. Doesn't seem like I feel like we went down a lot of different rabbit holes, Um, but I really enjoyed it. Me too, because, I mean, that's what I want this to be. I want this to just be a nice conversation. I want people, I want to, I don't know, I think it's interesting. Yeah. To, like, hear, like, about how other people connect in the relationships that they have. Yeah. Like, being human. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. Yeah. So. Me too. I don't know. Me too. I think it's interesting. Me too. Yeah. I would listen. I would listen, but also... Who knows? Yeah. We don't. We don't know. <laughs> oh. Well, um, if you are listening to this, it it might be June fifteenth, because that is when these episodes are gonna come out. Oh my God! You are saying a date, honey. We already said this on social media. Honey. Oh my God! Hey, remember when I said I was gonna like be in charge of the yeah. Instagram? And I, well, because you're well, so you good at no, it. No, no, no. You didn't say you were going to be in charge of the... In, did you say the Instagram? Oh, you did. Mm, I should have kept it. Well, she's definitely going to be in charge of, like, uploading and all of that yeah. end of it. And, and if editing. we ever get any other equipment. We yeah. Need it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm okay it's with... Like, girl. I'm okay with sharing okay, yeah, the Instagram. Just, we can share the Instagram, but I hope but it's I'm, like, not, not good at Instagram. See, it's this not is very hard. an it's example like, yeah. of like you're good at it. Yeah. So I don't. Why would I even care to carry some of the burden, which is bad because I'm sure that'd be great for you and feel yeah. good. Yeah. If we shared it, it would. And I well, and so I'm committing to doing that. Yeah. And learning. Yeah, I believe you. <sighs> okay. We are going to say goodbye for now. Why are you whispering? I was trying to do like an ASMR voice. But we'll be back soon. Can it be trendy? I don't know. I don't even think ASMR is trendy anymore. We will be back. Whether you want it or not. Ooh. (laughs) XOXO. Let's talk more.